Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. And welcome to Vitality Women Leaning Audaciously. Today, I'm super excited for Cherie Michelle. She is the CEO and founder of Sudden Success, and she is a leadership and business development expert. Um, and so I was like, hmm, when I saw her uh, website, I'm like, huh, help me find a VA. And I'm like, oh, that just sounds like, you know, a breath of fresh air because, you know, that would just make my life so much easier. But before we get into all that, I just want to learn about you, Cherie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So it's so good. I am so glad to be here. Um, a little bit about me. So I'm a professional auntie, first and foremost. <laughs> Love that. I am comfortable in my rich auntie seat. <laughs> so good. Um, I run Sun Success Business Solutions, which is a company that helps entrepreneurs get their businesses started, get them on the right path for funding, and then get them on the path to scale with virtual assistants and um, VAs or VAs. Um, so I have been in business pretty much all my life. I'm one of those naturally born entrepreneurs. <laughs> My first business was in second grade when I was selling candy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. So, um, but I've been in some sort of business in my adult life, pretty much the whole thing. So we're talking 20 years now and um, I've done property management. I've done real estate. Right now I have real estate projects going. Um, I have stock options. I have the virtual assistant um, and just partnerships with different wealth groups. Um, to help people get their business together. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all trying to get our businesses together, you know, and there's always like this feeling that we can optimize and go to the next level. Um, I love that you're an entrepreneur, you know, like ever since you were little, that's really cool. I, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, like when I was a kid, I used to play shop. I used to play store. Like I would make my living room or it was a dining room, a store. And I'd like, that was, that was fun for me. Like I used to like lay things out and I had my cash register, you know, yes. It was so fun. And I went to Ching. It was like an old fashioned one. Yes. I was the same way. I was the same way. Garage sales, I was for it. Okay. The flea market, let's go. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah. So you and I are similar like that. Um, and and I've actually always been an entrepreneur my my whole life. I'm older than you, but um, it's really uh the only way that I know to go. But you know, right now women feel like we can do so much because we can, and that's just a fact. I love being a woman and it's, it's also causing a lot of burnout and confusion because we're supposed to do all these things and we can't do it all. It's, it's, no. we can do a lot, but we can't do it all. So yeah. what led you to want to start this company to help people find VAs? You're probably going to laugh, but me failing is what made me start the company. Oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's honest. Yeah. I 
every service that I offer is because I failed at something. And so now that I know how to do it correctly, I offer assistance in helping to do it correctly. Yeah. I mean, it's like the wild, wild west when you go onto Upwork or you go to a job site and you try to hire a VA. I've had some pretty bad experiences. I'll be honest, hiring people, um, and just, you know, having mediocre work done or having it just feel like, um, all these threads that never got completed or having someone who really wasn't qualified. It's like, it's really challenging to find someone that you can it trust. Is. It is. So one of the things, first off, why delegation is even important because a lot of people, they want to be superwoman. Um, and for the women who are, want to be superwoman, um, that's in the audience, stop. <laughs> stop. And, and even to that, even superwoman had help. Even superwoman had help. Someone would come and she either had a partner or someone came at the last minute to help her out or, you know, so even superwoman had, had help. So it's okay to need help. Um, a lot of people think that that's a weak point, but at the end of the day, as humans, we are mammals and mammals are social creatures. So we work better in groups and that includes in your business. So um, that's the first thing I want you to get over. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. Yeah. I used to think Superwoman was a compliment. I don't think that anymore. It's not. It, it, it's basically glorifying burnout. Yeah. I mean, I was a single mom, you know, and was running businesses and whatnot. And it was intense, you know, it was very, very intense. But I used to pride myself in being superwoman. I kind of, people think that I look like her, the, not the new one, but the old one. Um, yes, I, I can, I can concur there. <laughs> right? People be like, like the, the old. hang out with me, like the, just like the first time and like 30 minutes into it, like you remind me of somebody. And then like an hour later, they're like, that's who you, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so weird. <laughs> You you do have the 80 superwoman look. <laughs> <laughs> or you could be a fourth Charlie's angel. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's so funny. Oh, if only I were but that yeah. skinny. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? What was probably happening when you had all that all of that going on and you were so proud, you were so proud around other people. But when you got to your bedroom in private at night, you were like, I don't want to get up tomorrow. <laughs> I am so capable. And I'm sure a lot of women listening, and I'm sure you too, Sherry, are, are super capable. And But it's like, where's the joy? And I think for me, the moment that you're describing wasn't so much my day to day, but it was like a moment where I was like, not only am I sucking the joy out of my life because of my like get it done attitude and masculine energy, but I'm destroying my relationships and Ooh. I am so healthy and strong. Like my health can kind of handle it to a certain degree. Cause I'm like a health nut. Like I just like super hardcore about that. Um, but my relationships were paying the price and, and that's, I mean, to me, relationships are everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Um, Absolutely. So you're the person who wasn't, you were at birthday parties, but you weren't at birthday parties. Like you were taking calls or answering emails, or you were just there for the allotted amount of time that was yeah. needed for you to say you made an appearance and then you went and did something for work. Yeah. I was, I was all the time working 24 seven. Yeah. Right. 
And so I want every woman to get out of that habit. Love that. We deserve downtime. We deserve to make money and be able to lay on the couch. We deserve to be able to hit our goals and spend time with the kids in our lives. And I say kids in our lives for the parents, the aunties, the godparents, all of that. Yeah. So, because we all have children in our lives. We we deserve to be able to go to those milestones with our friends and our loved ones, like family reunions, and actually be present. Um, and I was at that point when I hired my first virtual assistant, I was at that point where I was working from like 5 a.m. to midnight, seven days a week. And my to-do list was getting longer. So quick question. Were you in a, and you don't have to share this, but I am curious because I think a lot of people listening might have this question too. Were you in a position when you hired your first VA to pay her? Like, did you feel like you had enough coming in that, that it like it warranted it? Cause I think that a lot of times women don't get a VA um, when they need one, because they they can't, they say the the revenue isn't there, but it's like, unless they pay, you know, even if they're at a break, even in the beginning stages, because I think a lot of women listening are trying to change their careers. And so they're like, they're like startup pre-startup. And it's like, like, so do you also have clients that, that maybe can't necessarily afford it, but then it becomes like a really good idea later on? So I don't believe in can't afford. Well, the, the dollars aren't there. Like their, their businesses are not earning the, I don't know. Maybe the business isn't but the person is. And sometimes we have to bootstrap our businesses to make it work the way we need it to work. Because what happens is we're so focused on what we don't have. And this is something that I learned from Grant Cardone. We're so busy in the money management business that we're not looking at what that what the return on that is. So if you don't have the money specifically in your business, but you're still working your nine to five, then you can allot money to go towards buying, paying for a VA salary. If you still go get your nails done, if you still go get your hair done, and and I know this sounds like it's crazy, but the top biz, like top CEOs and stuff, we all go through a period where our business comes first. So there may be a year period that you aren't able to get your nails done. There may be. Even Elon Musk has slept on friends' couches while he was growing Tesla and his SpaceX program. So imagine a multimillionaire sleeping on a couch because he's invested everything he has into his businesses to the point where he can't afford rent. I I, I can't say you can't afford. Yeah, I hear you. you I hear you. To, it's about priorities. Yeah, it's about priorities. You have to prioritize. So I, I look at it as He's priority. Am I prioritizing what I need in order to keep peace in the long run? Because I, I put my peace first. Mm. So I'll go without, my nails aren't done right now. <laughs> but I'm at peace. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's about what is your peace worth? Is your peace worth not getting your hair done so often? Is your peace worth your bikini wax once a month? Is your peace worth those things to that where you can put into your business because after two or three months after you really get that virtual assistant trained they replace you in your company so now you don't have to necessarily work in your business anymore and it's still working regardless of if you are 
So a good VA can do everything from copywriting to video editing to graphic design to accounting. Like, is that what we're no. talking about? Or what What, what no. are the best tasks that a VA would take over? A v- anything that can be done on computer, anything that does not have to be in person, a virtual assistant can do. However, I'm glad you brought that up. A, you Just like any other company, corporation, and this is, something that I have to tell my clients all the time. You have to treat your business like a company or corporation. Corporations have departments. So you're not going to have somebody in the sales department doing your accounting. That's you're right. You're not going to have <laughs> your graphic designer as, you know, taking phone calls. That's not their lane. And even when you go into a company, you're if you are a nurse, you're not going to let them put you in the cafeteria. Right. So um, I definitely recommend prioritizing that first hire to what you need most in your business. If if money is the thing you need most, then you need to get a salesperson in there. If marketing is what you need most to get people to even pay you attention, then you need to get a marketer. If the phone is, because the phone was the first thing I got rid of, I cannot stand being attached to the phone all day. I got a customer service person. I don't answer my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's based on what your company needs. And it's, and I do mean actually needs. So you have to take a, a look at what's going on in your business and say, Hey, where can I make this allotment to make sure that my company starts making the revenue for me to pay this person? Yeah. Right now you can bootstrap it. And bootstrapping basically means fund yourself for those who don't know that terminology. But bootstrap it for a little bit, make a couple of sacrifices so that you can get freedom in your business. Um to give you an example, I had COVID in December. I was down for three weeks, COVID, yeah. pneumonia, and um I had went to Aspen and I came back with everything. <laughs> Wow, I'm so sorry. It's really serious. I had it last year too. It was tough. Yeah, I I was dehydrated. Well, we had the worst version of it, I think, or one of the worst versions of it. Well, I went to Colorado not knowing that there's different there's different levels to altitude sickness. Oh, (laughs) right. So I did not know that I'm used to Tennessee altitude, not Colorado altitude. Got it. Got it. Oh, yeah. That's completely different. So that I came back with altitude sickness and then that turned into pneumonia, which turned into COVID or vice versa or however it worked out. But I was without, I was not in my business for three weeks because I was sick. I, I just couldn't do anything. And then my goddaughter also had COVID at the same time. So she had to quarantine with me and while her mom was away. So I was taking care of a seven-year-old with COVID while I was battling COVID. Oh. I, it was still a $10,000 month because I have a team behind me. Mm. Because I had somebody answering the phone. That's right. So the one... Th- the, if you're looking for, to change your career, if you're looking to, you know, get your business up off the ground, the hiring is the best thing you can do. Duplicating yourself immediately and then getting that duplication to automation, that, that's how people get successful. That's, that's how right, people yeah. get out of their business. 
So yeah. I love it. Bit superwoman. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a smart, that's a superwoman that's like, you know, doing it so she doesn't burn out and doesn't have relationships and health crumbling. Speaking of health, Cherie, um, this is the Vitality Podcast. So I have to ask you how you maintained your vitality. Because for those of you who are just listening and can't see her, she is beautiful. She is so beautiful. And I'd love to know how you take care of yourself and maintain your vitality. So I have me time in the morning. I get up at 4.30. Oh. I go to the gym. I come back. I read while I'm in my personal sauna. And then, which is $150 on Amazon. Don't come for me. I can, I'm, I'm not balling out of control, y'all. I just spent $150 on Amazon. <laughs> um, so I have a personal sauna that I read and um, then I shower, I do a whole face. So, and then I have um, every other Sunday, I do groom day. So that's where I scrub, I may go get a pedicure mani. Um, <laughs> you know, I just do self care stuff. Nice, love that. Yeah, I've been doing these vitality day retreats here in Malibu where I live and it's been so fun. Cause we need, we need to like go deep on self-care, like, you know, at least once, twice a month, you know, that's like, you know, if not, if not more frequently, but I love that you have your gym ritual and your reading and the sauna. That's so great. I do those things too. It's so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of person I'd be without those things actually. Right. <laughs> and even I actually have way. a self-care board. Really? I have a self-care board. Yeah. So what I did, cause I'm huge on manifestation. I wrote down the woman that I want to be. Like, I wrote down who she is, what she looks like, how she moves, and all of that stuff. And once I wrote that down, I was like, well, what is she doing every day to mm. make this happen? Yeah. And so then once I identified those habits, I put it on my self-care board, and I check it off every day. That's beautiful. Can I add one question or idea to your uh, manifestation? Yes. What does it feel like to be in her skin? Right. Yes. And she's so dope. Right? <laughs> she's you after all. I mean. <laughs> she's so dope. And I, and, and I don't just say that for myself. I say that to my besties too because they're working on themselves and they're yeah. feminine. And Everyone listening so I, is trying. Yeah. So I just, be, I, I just have to, they be like, I don't see what you see. I was like, I see her and she's so dope. Like, right? I how is it that we can her. see that in other people and it's so hard for them to see it themselves? I mean, I, sh I shouldn't speak about it like it's not me. Like, I have a hard time seeing it for myself. So occasionally I'll, I'll own it, but man, it can be hard sometimes. I'm hard on myself. I think we all are. Um, I feel that we should definitely give each other more, ourselves more credit than we do. And understand that what we see is not what everybody else sees. So we yeah. see a completely different version than everybody else. And so typically what I have been doing, and I know this sounds crazy, but <laughs> if someone gives me a compliment on something, they're like, oh my gosh, it looks good. And I absolutely hate it. I still rock it because I don't see what they see. So if three people are telling me, no, you really look good. Like, no, it looks great. I'd be like, okay, it's just me. And I love it. I mean, it's a journey, especially as women, you know, just finding um, that love for ourselves and that acceptance um, and to stop comparing and just be grateful for what we have because we have so much. 
Um, and it's what we do with what we have that makes us great. And I think that's also part of what your business is about too, is like you do, you, you know, the, the, the best you can do with the strengths you have, and then you outsource the areas of weakness, right? Everything goes, everything, everything goes. This is my favorite part of my business, showing up, meeting people, going to networking events, going to speaking engagements. That's, that's my favorite. I love people. So I want to do the part where I'm I'm in the room with other entrepreneurs and other people who are looking to be entrepreneurs and just us feeding on each other's energy. I don't do anything else. Mm. I have somebody else for everything else. And and once I hired, I hired two virtual assistants at one time, and I took my time hiring. So the first two virtual assistants I hired, they're still with me, and we've been together almost two years. And they have no plans of leaving. And so, um, because it's a process to hire successfully, um, which I also teach. Oh, nice. <laughs> How to hire successfully. Yeah. So, um, but once I hired the first two, like three weeks, maybe a month later, I was hiring another one. And then, like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to find another one. Like, hmm. we're going to, I'm going to hire you and figure it out. And, Within six months of me hiring my first virtual assistant, my company hit six figures. That's incredible so, for you. Yes, that's the that's the part that a lot of people miss. That when you duplicate yourself, you can do more. You, we're not meant to do everything by ourselves. Just like, just like sports are team sports. So is business. It's a team sport. You need people to bounce ideas off of. You need oh yeah um, people. Yeah have different viewpoints than you. Yeah, um, to hold you to, accountable and to follow through. Oh, yes. You want to add some accountability? Be responsible for somebody else's household. Yeah. Yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah. I can't make decisions just off of a whim now. I have 13 households that are dependent on me making the right decision. So I, I wake up more for my team than I do for me. Honestly. Wow. <laughs> wow. But that's 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 serious motivation. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. You want to get your business going, be responsible for somebody else's household. You'll get up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So um I know there's a lot of conversation in the VA hiring world about like whether they're English speaking, whether they're US based. Um, and so do you have any opinions on your experience on like what's been what's worked really well for you and your clients? So my virtual assistants um, right now are all in the Philippines. However, I have worked um, and we are developing programs to work with um, virtual assistants in Ghana as well as in the Dominican Republic. Um, I just recommend anybody do their research, make sure that they have a hiring process involved. Like, really treat your, your business like a company. So when you get hired, you have a process to go through. Create that same thing for your company, and it will alleviate a lot of issues that you're having um, as far as hiring is concerned. Um, but I enjoy the Philippines. Um, it just depends on the activity. Uh, I feel that India is best for, like, technical. Mm-hmm. I feel that Philippines... Is best all the way around. Um, they have college degrees. They're English speakers. They're very, very, um, very nice. 
so they're they're very accommodating as far as working conditions and things of that nature. So, um, but also on the flip side of that, uh, when you hire, it is also important to make sure that you train and maintain that open line of communication with your employees to let them know that you're there for them because it, they're learning how you want things to be done too. So that also helps. Yeah, I love that. Do you have any um any words of wisdom for our listeners? Yes, failure is the easy part. Hmm. Anybody that's doing that's going through fear of failure, and I, Jennifer, I know you know. No, fear of failure is seriously real. But the other side of that is fear of success, because at some point in time, you feel you figure out that failure is the easy part. But keep going get you a wonderful network of people around you that are in your same lane and people who are above you. So I always say have friends at your level so that they, that you guys can, you know, be in the, in the trenches together and then have someone above you, like a mentor, um, friends who are ahead of you in the business curve that you can bounce ideas off of and they can help you grow. Oh, I and love that, that my, need to know for anybody. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that before, Sheree. I mean, that's really powerful. Which part? Failure is the easy part. Well, think about it. Yeah, no, it's totally it totally resonates with me. I'm I it's honest and it resonates in my body as like truth to the core. Um and I and I really appreciate you bringing that to light. Because everyone seems to be focusing on like the fear of failure and not enough and all these different contexts. But what you're saying is, is really much, it's like beyond that. It is. Yeah. So think of it like how, think, think of the, the billionaires of the world. How much do you think they have to put out every day to say Jeff Benzon or Elon Musk or, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, how much energy and, phone calls and texts and meetings and all of these other books and things of that nature to stay in that position. Yeah. It's yeah. And even I, I coach some of the top doctors, you know, at Hopkins and whatnot, and to stay in those positions, you know, it's, it's, you have to devote everything, everything. <laughs> so you're the easy part. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're so right. I love it. Gosh, you, it's been so fun hanging with you. I kind of don't want to end the podcast, but I, I want to respect everyone's time because I always try to keep it short and sweet, but yeah. meaningful. <laughs> um, but I hope this is just the beginning and uh, if people want to find out more about you. We're going to put your Instagram handle in the notes and um, you wanted them to go to social yes. if I remember correctly. Absolutely. Uh, because we'll be starting a book club in um, October. It's called Just the CEO Thing. Um, it's going to be for entrepreneurs who want to level up on their reading because readers are earners, period. So we'll be meeting Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to go over the books that we're reading. That's cool. And if I remember correctly, chapter one begins October 10th. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully this is out before then, but can someone join late in case they don't hear this until later? Absolutely. Day? Okay, cool. Absolutely. They can we'll find be, out about um, it, your Instagram. Every time we have a new book start we'll, um, or we're finishing up an old book, we'll let new people in. All right. Okay. Got it. Great. And and you'll, you'll post on Insta about, about that. Absolutely. It'll be on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. My team 
has me fluttered everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then if we want your help getting a VA, where's the best place for us to find information about that? Yes, go to www.helpmefindava.com. Um, just fill out the quick little survey there and then my team will absolutely help you find the, the most wonderfulest virtual assistant for you. We even do personality matches. So oh. a lot of my clients, we, we pick people that they click with personally. So it, we go for long-term sustainable relationships. Yeah. And that's great. Like the one thing that I want to hear and I hear it so often is I can't live without that. I can't live without my team. Mm. Like I will not pay my bills to make sure that they're taken care of. So, and we find the virtual assistants to make you feel the same way. Like you have to have them. You want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's so beautiful. Shereen, thank you so much for being so like thank beautiful you. and inspired and hopeful and beautiful and did I say beautiful <laughs> and I hear you're gonna be in Dallas soon so you're definitely gonna have to come and check me out because I Dallas has the most amazing business environment oh my god can't wait I feel so cushioned here <laughs> oh, that's good to know cushy yeah that's a great to know yeah <laughs> to be continued thank you so much again have a good one bye everyone Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.